The Motivation Station. Freedom is now. Today's topic. Part 1 of the Psychedelic Trilogy. Hello and welcome back to the Motivation Station. In this episode I'll be talking about perhaps a more different topic to what you may expect on here. However, I do believe that the knowledge of this will be beneficial to you in many different ways. And I know this through the benefits it's had in my own life and those around me. And now what I will be talking about is psychedelics. And I'm not sure what your background knowledge is of what psychedelics are, but it is an, an umbrella term for a substance or a compound which produces hallucinatory effects through your vision but also and most importantly can enable your mind to think in different ways and even on the most minimal level show you that there is so much more going on behind the veil of reality that you see on a day-to-day basis and now the reason I am talking about these is because they have been used widely throughout history they are arguably the well one of the biggest factors in main ideas in religion in schools of thought and even architecture and so the main psychedelics that there are they are unfortunately illegal for a reason which i may not discuss at this moment but the main substances the three of them are lsd also known as acid uh, magic mushrooms or psilocybin and dmt now you may know one two or even all of these but i hope to give more of an insight onto what they truly are how they come about and the perhaps life-changing effects that they can have now don't get me wrong if you have heard of these before it may have not been in the best way as many people including myself have been raised on the idea that you can take substances like this and you may not even come out of them to be able to tell the tale you might think that you could fly or that you you are being chased by the devil however and i will get into this experiences like this are not as common as you think however i do urge that you do your own research into these i do not suggest that you do take them yourself i do however suggest that you look into them you understand the benefits that they can have and the influences that they they have had and even just the fact that The majority of these experiences are all very, very, very similar to each other. And what that means to me, at least, is that there has to be more going on. Many people would just reduce the hallucinations that are caused to just be something down to your brain's changing because you've ingested something. However, I'm going to try and put across that maybe this isn't the case. Maybe these substances are a gateway into showing you that there is so much more going on in our own minds, in everyone else's mind, and even the world itself that things like death aren't even as horrible as you may imagine, that everyone else in the world, regardless of what your biases and your prejudices are, we are all one and we all are very much connected. But like I was saying, there are many occasions where people have had these experiences and come out very harmed in the process. Now, I do not suggest that you take them, like I said. If you do, do your research. I will emphasise later on how to take these substances properly if that is the case however they are illegal like i said so take them at your own risk i also will not be including personal experience because i do not believe that this information is 
necessary at the moment and their legal status prevents me from including myself into this topic but I will be giving my own opinions and so without further ado I will just say that as these there is a lot of detail going into these three branches of psychedelics this will be a three-part series the episodes won't be too long it's just that I feel like if you want to know more or don't want to know anything about one of the three then you can always skip to the next one and therefore in this episode I will be talking first about LSD the first step the introduction into the realm of hallucinations and so I'll try and keep it fairly unscientific but I do just want to give a bit of a background because regardless of what you do already know I would bet that you probably don't know how it's produced the history behind it and even its influence in society and so LSD is also known as lysergic acid diethylamide and now there is a common misconception of this substance being unnatural the reason for this may be that usually it is consumed in what is called blotter paper which is if you've ever seen these big sheets of small squares of paper with different designs on them the compound is dropped onto this paper and then it's consumed this may at first not seem like a natural process as it's not it's not like you're eating something straight out of the ground or consuming it in a different way however in its origin it is in a sense natural and now the reason for this is that it comes about from a fungus that grows on grain called ergot and now once this once this fungus has been extracted from the grain hydrolysis is performed upon it in order to isolate this compound called ergotamine in which LSD is synthesized from now it's a quite detailed process and I won't go on with that but what you do need to know is that its origins are from plants it is from nature it's not some some random man in a lab that's just been mixing chemicals together and has just come up with this this isn't really the case as with maybe other quote drugs that are out there this is more on the natural side and so the first recorded synthesis of this substance was in 1938 by Albert Hoffman, a Swiss chemist, I believe, in which he was working in his lab and then one day ended up accidentally synthesizing this compound and accidentally ingesting it through his skin. And now the first time that this was used recreationally was in 1943 by the same man, in which is known infamously in the psychedelic community as Bicycle Day, as he this time purposely ingested I believe 200 micrograms of this substance and then was heavily tripping out and rode home on his bike while hallucinating and now this is infamous in the community obviously it was the first recreational dose and I'm sure you can imagine what it would have been like being the first person to take this and then riding home on a bit on a mountain bike while the world around you just morphs and fades away and so this is the first and typically most well-known psychedelic that is out there and this is very much through the hippie community some call it 
such as in the 70s in which many people would just be taking this substance sort of finding peace with themselves and with others and then you know wanting the vietnam war to end things like that and so since then this has been made illegal like i said i'm not going to get into the reason why or at least why i believe but either way this substance has very much benefited many people regardless of its legal status and now thankfully is one of the substances which be, is being considered for clinical trials in the treatment of depression and things like that however shrooms and dmt are more being considered for things like that and i'll i'll explain why but when taking this users typically experience the world around them breathing as they like to say and morphing and maybe even seeming like it's melting and as well as this colors are heightened your senses are heightened sound may be a lot more intense and even your sight may be high definition i guess you could say as everything is very clear and so obviously the experience will vary depending on what the dose you take is however the higher the dose it tends to just be more intense visuals because either way from a threshold dose and up i would say that the most important aspect would be that the mental aspect in the experience how you're feeling and how you see the world introspectively is very much different from how you normally are in the sense that many people report an experience known as ego death which is where typically the sense of yourself and your difference to everyone else in the world sort of starts to dissolve in that you start to realize that although you may have a different situation from many other people in the world perhaps through how you've worked or even the actions that you've taken in life you do realize that we are all the same we are all connected to this this earth and this might sound a bit cringe i guess you could even put it but i hope this is what you're sort of here for many people if not everyone come out of this experience saying that they just feel so connected with everything they realize that although you on a day-to-day basis feel like i am myself i'm just walking around i'm independent from this world and from other people you realize we are in everything we are one with the world and one with others and although every human's different in many different ways on a base level we are the same we are human and we all come from the same place we all typically want the same thing in our life whether that's to be happy to be free you know things like that we all deserve the same rights and we are all equal in the aspect that the only real difference is what you've made of with your life but even then that shouldn't define your importance over anyone else and the reason this is so important is because thankfully with a generational shift things are changing things like racism and you know controversial issues like that they still very much exist and hopefully they will start to fizzle out with a new generation but if someone with these heavy discriminatory views thinking that someone with a different skin color is a whole different person and they have different rights things like that i would argue that if someone like that took an had an experience like this their views would be completely changed they would realize that 
on the most base level, we all come from the same place. The world is always connected with us. We live on this earth and that we are working alongside it. And I would even have to argue that the most of, if not all of the evils in the world come from an ignorance of how we should be in harmony with each other and with the world that we live in instead of just following our egos and only thinking of ourselves as being the centre of the universe and that all that matters. And of course we should focus on our own lives. We do want the best for, for ourselves, but we shouldn't disregard that other people are important too and that we do need to preserve this world. But then as well as this, on this experience, with the visual aspects being the world itself still there, just changing, and this is one of the very big misconceptions with psychedelics is that people that have never taken them always think that you're going to take it and things that aren't there are going to start to exist that people might appear or even things that are there are going to shift completely and even become autonomous that they start walking around and things like that and unless you're on a monstrous dose like unheard of a kind of dose I'm yet to find an experience of anyone ever having something like this. Maybe they may close their eyes and envision things like this, but this doesn't happen. This is a very big misconception, and I think it's one of the big aspects for why people are scared to do these things. They think they're going to take it, and the whole world's just going to completely shift, and that the devil will appear, and he's going to start you know, tormenting you. Although the world will shift around you, it's not in this same aspect. And what I'm trying to get at here is that when you have an experience like this, the fact that the world can completely change in that it just looks different, like things are breathing and everything just seems to have so, so much more life in it and it seems to be much more powerful and important than you think instead of just being an object that we take for granted. So this would imply and hopefully show that the world around us has so much more possibility than we think there is so much more going on in the environment instead of something just being a static object that you use and it only has meaning when you give use to it there is life in absolutely everything and not even just nature like plants absolutely everything has such a complex structure and it has so much more life in it than you think and especially humans as well although we definitely see each other as very powerful and we respect that there is so much more going on than you think. There is so many microsystems of organisms and bacteria and things like that just living in everything that are necessary for existence. And then finally, it just shows that there's endless possibilities of what the world could be. And if you've ever looked into the philosophical theories of realism, there is a whole idea of being able to deny that the physical world even exists that what we see is not even how the world actually is and if you've never had an experience like this then the idea that the idea that the world being just how you see it and nothing else would seem almost like common sense but then when you take these substances and you have these experiences you realize that all of this can just melt away in a second and although some people may just say it's a substance i would have to go back to the point i made earlier in that everyone that has these experiences or at least how i've seen people having these experiences they have 
almost indistinguishably similar experiences in that what they see visually is the same the conclusions they come with come up to and the realizations that they have are all very very similar and that's only on lsd you wait until i get into things like dmt where it's almost inseparable of the messages that are given through this which in my opinion would would show that you couldn't just reject the whole teachings that come here and even if they aren't real similar to things with like religion does it matter if they actually are true if the if the meaning behind them and the lessons that they teach have practicality and have usefulness to them is truth the deciding factor for whether we should disregard it or not maybe we shouldn't devote our life to it and wholeheartedly live by it we should definitely take it in and understand what may be going on and now i don't want to go on too much and i hope you can still follow along here but the main consensus with this this substance in particular is that this is the threshold of psychedelics it is the more recreational side of things in that many people use the analogy of taking this is like you are the you are the driver of the rocket ship you are in control of typically what you see and where your mind does go however with other substances like mushrooms you are in the passenger seat and you have much less control if any of where the experience goes and therefore although there's a higher risk of it being bad there is a much more likelihood of if you can surrender you will be taught indescribable lessons and you'll see indescribable things it's similar to the whole idea of just high risk high reward but now speaking of risk before i do end the episode i know i've portrayed this as a very light-hearted and beneficial experience which it is there are no doubt risks and these things are not for everyone definitely not for everyone because there have been bad experiences and there will still be them however the main risk the main two risks that i've found are that the existence of bad trips are very misconceived people think that it's just you're rolling the dice of having a bad trip when you take things like this and although there may be a small aspect of chance i believe and have seen through other people that there are two huge components to preventing these bad trips and these are set and setting now the set is your mindset and how you are feeling when you're taking it and just how you your life is going at the time of this experience so that you don't just take the take the substance and then start to realize about i don't know a dead relative and then everything just spirals out of control as long as your mindset is good you are in a happy place happy enough and that you realize that although the teachings may be real it is a substance after all it will wear off and that it's not going to actually harm you and then setting is obviously the place you're at environmentally at the time so you'd want to be in a safe place perhaps with a friend which won't judge you and which will provide comfort so that you aren't likely to put yourself in danger and are able to relax in the experience and then when these two components are utilized you're very very much minimalizing the risk of 
these bad trips and i've even seen through many cases in my research that people that have these bad trips typically are those who just disregard completely the set and setting they don't surrender to the experience they completely disrespect it and just think that they are above it and that they are the controller of the of the drug that it's going to do what they want and that they're just going to go into it and see see some pretty colors and then just come out of it the same person but as well as this there is schizophrenia and now this is the much more deeper topic of risk because it has been found in studies and through many personal users that although no one has died directly from taking psychedelics many have died from suicide things like that and although bad trips can have an effect the main cause that has been found is schizophrenia and this is because those who have a predisposition to schizophrenia usually genetic this will be brought on early through this use of lsd and things like that it's not guaranteed they'll bring it on but it's possible and the majority of the cases of things going fatally bad are when these people have had this predisposition to schizophrenia they've taken the substance it's brought it on early and they've just gone completely crazy and then they think they can fly or that they think the world's gonna out it's out to get them and then they just do completely radical things however when you've taken all of these risks into consideration once you fully respect the substance the substance is and understand that they are going to show you what you need to see and not what you want to then you can benefit greatly from them and like i said i do urge the research and that the substances are correct you can get testing kits and things like that but i do not advocate taking them i advocate the research and understanding of the benefits that they have and the principles behind them your own methods of research are up to you but either way I hope you can understand where I'm coming from and you can see that these things are a gateway to being shown the infinite possibilities in the world, the fact that we're all connected and there's life in everything and that we are more powerful than we think. Your life can be changed for the better. You can find true happiness, you can find your true life purpose, you can even quit addiction. However, of course, there are the risks also. And so I won't go on anymore. In the next episode, I will be talking about shrooms, magic mushrooms, psilocybin. The second step to this breakthrough of what can be shown to you. So I hope you've enjoyed. I thank you very much if you stayed to this point. And I hope you can join me next time. This has been The Motivation Station. Peace.